When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The World in 10, your daily roundup of the biggest stories from around the world as seen through the eyes of The Times of London. I'm Alex Dibble. And I'm Eleanor Shearwood. The Times has exposed what could be a Me Too movement for the health service. We're going to hear from a woman right at the centre of it. Plus, how the US is forcing Ukraine into a make-or-break move against Russia and a massive moment in Wrexham's Hollywood football story. We've all heard about Me Too in the film industry, but more recently here in the UK, we've been hearing about it amongst police and firemen. And The Times today has been looking at this theme for female surgeons. Mm. And I think you're talking about, aren't you, this piece called Sexual Assault, Crude Banter, What It's Like to Be a Female Surgeon. Exactly. So that was published on Saturday and it essentially details the experiences of female surgeons, more than half of whom have complained of sexist abuse. A lot of them describe it as a systemic issue. They've given a lot of examples that affect their day-to-day lives. For example, they have to wear these X-ray lead gowns that they say are really heavy and often too big for them. The same with gloves. They're too big because they're kind of geared more towards male surgeons. And instruments are easier for men to use as well. I mean, they can often do operations more quickly. Mm. Roshana Median Staffel's the main interviewee in the piece, and she's told us it's much more serious than that. Someone trying to come to my accommodation when I was a medical student, which was absolutely terrifying, given the way he treated me whilst I was in the hospital. People coming into rooms and, and rubbing themselves up against me, waiting for rooms to empty and then trying to put their, their hands up my top, you know, things like that. Part of the problem with uh, surgical training and medical training in general is that you're moved around the country, so you're totally isolated from your family, your friends and your support network. So you have no one to talk to and the systems uh, for reporting do not feel robust enough. You don't have enough faith in the system uh, to report often and it becomes the she said, he said and ultimately it's hierarchical system so you're quite terrified of what would then happen to you in your career and i think that's how people have felt for many years 
Now, as you mentioned, this piece was published on Saturday, but since then, there has been a huge response to it, hasn't there? Absolutely. Lots of leading medics have been weighing in, kind of describing this as a Me Too moment for the NHS. The article today quotes the president of the Royal College of Surgeons, who's acknowledged that action is needed to stop what he's described as recurring behaviour. Rachel Sylvester, who chairs the Times Health Commission and wrote the piece, told us she's not sure that's enough things need to change it can't just be warm words and I think everyone who hears this knows it's appalling knows that something has to be done but I think they do have to change both the culture and some of the working conditions both for men and women in the NHS because it's just not working at the moment. When I went online this morning looking at the Times app, I was really grabbed by the start of a particular article. And here it is. Those who know where it will happen and when are not saying. Those who speculate don't know. But from the top of the military apparatus to the men and women on the front lines, everyone says a Ukrainian counteroffensive is coming. That is how a dispatch from the Times correspondent Richard Spencer in Kherson in southern Ukraine begins. And it's a really important piece, isn't it, Alex? Because it mm. describes any kind of counteroffensive like this as a make or break moment. And one big reason for that is everything that's happening with support from the West at the moment. There's a lot of questions really as to how long that can continue. And to quote from the piece... The Biden administration has competing priorities in the Far East and, above all, in fighting the 2024 presidential election against a resurgent Donald Trump. So if they don't win any counteroffensive like this, support could change. Yeah, and and that's why Ukraine really only has one chance to get it right. Mm. Um, Tanks, we know, from a variety of Western countries have been donated they're going to be ready soon and Richard Spencer as I said who's written this article from Herson says despite all that there is a fear interestingly that Ukraine in planning this counteroffensive is actually being too hasty one or two people military expert types are saying it would be better to build and train more before doing this offensive they they're doing it very much at the earliest possible stage they can um and they might be better off to, to, to spend more time training on this new armor, maybe get some jets. They've been promised jets from a couple of Eastern European, Central European countries and, and wait a bit. But uh, the the morale is, is, is still quite high following those two successful counteroffensives in the autumn of last year um, that the, the, the Ukraine staged. Um, and I think Zelensky doesn't want to see morale both in terms of the army but also in terms of the, his popular support to dip uh, with this long stalemate that's been in the spring and this incredible Russian aggression in the east on, on towns like Bakhmut. And on the subject of Russia, despite the many mistakes that Russia has made so far in this war, there is a warning isn't there in the piece against Ukrainian complacency? Well, exactly. It's like one soldier actually tells Richard the Russians fight better when it's not a political imperative. So in other words, they do better when they're not focusing on politics and they're just concentrating on the battle. The 
few stories to run you through on the Times website at the moment. Uh, the first being that China has stepped up military drills around Taiwan. Uh, this, it's believed, is because Taiwan's President Tsai visited the US, met senior politicians, including uh, Kevin McCarthy, for example. Uh, now, this is the third day of China's drills, but the most intense so far it has included rehearsals of blockading and bombing Taiwan and challenging an American warship. Alex, what is one surefire way to make yourself seem modern? <laughs> uh, uh, invest in crypto? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I was more going for create an emoji because that's what everyone seems to be doing at the moment okay. if they want to get down with the kids. Attract the youth. Uh, the royals have done one. They've made a crown ahead of King Charles's coronation next month. And that is not the only way they're being modern the coach that he's going to ride in is as well. It's called the Diamond Jubilee State Coach. And while it looks quite traditional, it's got aircon and electric windows. Usually there is no interest whatsoever <laughs> in a football match taking place four divisions below the Premier League. But that is not the case today because it is Wrexham versus Notts County. Yeah, it was billed by the Times today as the biggest non-league game in history. So the teams were tied on points at the top of the league and Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney were trying to get Wrexham promoted. That's right, and they were both at the game. And here is how a quite incredible match unfolded courtesy of our colleague Ian Abrahams. Beautiful sunshine in North Wales. Effectively, this is winner takes all. At the moment, Notts County with a bit of a backs-to-the-wall effort here and twice now Wrexham have shouts for a penalty turned down by our referee this afternoon. It's Wrexham nil, Notts County nil and we played nearly half an hour. On the cusp of half-time, goal for Notts County. Wow, there's work for Wrexham and Ryan Reynolds' boys to do now. Equaliser, Wrexham 1, Notts County 1. Guess who scored? Paul Mullen. They've turned it round now. Wrexham 2, Notts County 1. Wrexham 2, Notts County 2. Every Hollywood script needs a really good ending and now we are set for that grandstand finish. Wrexham 3, Notts County 2. No sooner had they conceded from a corner but Elliot Lee at the other end has now restored the advantage for Wrexham. What a game! We're into the last... 30 seconds and Notts County have just been awarded a penalty and he steps up now, takes it and Foster save! Foster dives away to his right hand side with 10 seconds left and he saves the penalty, it's headed away and the referee blows the whistle, drama until the very end, Ben Foster is being hugged, the keeper who came out of retirement and after 15 years the Football League is beckoning this Welsh sleeping giant back into its midst. That was a, one of the most unique situations I've ever encountered. That was, uh, I don't have a voice left, as you can hear. I, my voice is just shot from screaming and yelling. That was the most exciting sporting event I've, I've ever seen, live or from TV. I think I need to lie down. Um, remember, if you're enjoying the journalism you hear on this podcast, do take out a Times digital subscription, giving you full access to everything the Times has to offer. The world intends back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Hold up. 